Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Forever Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Pillow Talk. How's it going? It's the Pillow Talk podcast. <laughs> I like the smooth openings yeah. we have. Yay. Unlike other podcasts where they have rehearsed openings. Yeah. Where they say, oh, welcome to Nerdist number 433. Uh, uh, such and such. Uh, this episode is provided to you by, by such and such. Stamps.com. Kyle, have you ever <laughs> <laughs> mailed a package in your life? Yes, no, welcome to Pillow Talk. Thank you for tuning in again. Yes, um, number 10. Number 10, number can you believe 10. it? Uh, um, We're going to have to start taking our shoes off to count to the episodes next week. Yeah, yeah. It's um, a busy day, big day, uh, big day. Uno X. I, I don't, I don't, parle français. One, one X, because dos X is two. Oh, oh <laughs> nice. So, uno X. Yeah, I reverse engineered Spanish culture for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I need I need baby steps. Yeah, you're welcome. I need so, baby steps. Yeah. Uh that yeah. We should yeah. Yeah. Um so, so thank you for tuning in. Thanks for thanks for being here. If uh if you couldn't find us, even though you did, uh you should check out our website. Yeah, our website, uh localflavorproduction.net. Yeah. Uh, productions. Productions. Make uh, sure you have to put that S on there. Uh yeah, uh coming soon will be a blog post about wrestling that no awesome. one will probably ever read. Or coming last week, depending uh, on when you're listening to this. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not put too much pressure on me. <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> I keep forgetting your last blog post was in two thousand twelve. Yeah, and it was about was it was that the one about me dreaming? I think so. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all right. Um, yeah. So. You should also uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, yep, uh, at Pillow Podcast. Right, and Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Pillow Podcast. Excellent. And again, like last week, we cannot encourage you enough. Please tell your friends about us. Yeah, tell somebody about the podcast. Uh, share a link. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, tell them, hey, this these goofy guys, you can make fun of them. They're two idiots if putting anyth- on if, a podcast. If anything... Just so you can say, look at these morons. <laughs> They're not as bad as you would think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, please listen well, how, and how's share week, with your friends. How's your week been going? Uh, well, it's only, uh, it's young in the week still. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, we've had some time away. <laughs> we have had some time away. Uh, A lot let's of things see. have happened. Big news in my house. The kids got their uh, their assignment, their teacher assignments yesterday oh. in the mail. Uh, we don't know yet either one of the teachers. Interesting, and that's pretty much the extent of that. We did get the. Uh, I was pretty excited. George had a. Uh, he got a school supply list, and this was the first year that a teacher actually said, "Look, I want pockets with the um, little hanging things in the middle. Mm-hmm. I want one green, one blue, one red, one yellow." Oh, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a school supply list." Yeah, you know, unlike the school supply list where it's like, "Bring in a box of crayons so we can color and express our feelings." <laughs> this one's, "Look, you're gonna bring in four folders, and they're gonna be this color, this color, this color, this color." It's like that's how a school supply list is supposed to get made out. I, I feel like. <laughs> That's way too structured. For... <laughs> no, it's good. That's good because then you can tell this seven-year-old boy, all right, dude, put your science homework in the green folder where it belongs. 
oh, that's smart. Yeah. That is smart. Well, I okay. I'm assuming that's what the teacher's doing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of school, um, Wiz Khalifa, uh, did you know has uh, or had what? Wiz Khalifa? He's a uh, he's a rap slash hip hop uh, hip hop artist. Okay. Um, uh, had, uh, can you dumb that down for our listeners like uh, me who he, don't know who that is? He had a song called Black and Yellow that was played during the Super Bowl when the terrible Pittsburgh Steelers played. Um, All right, let's not say that too loud. Um, I have uh, maybe a boss of mine is a big Steelers fan, although I don't believe he's a listener of the podcast. Okay. Steelers fan, really? Yeah, yeah, of all things. Interesting. Born and raised in Michigan, and he's a Steelers fan. I don't get that. Well, I mean, you got to pick a team. You do. Uh, you do, uh, and Wiz, why would you pick the Lions? Wiz Khalifa uh, quit, uh, funnily enough, uh, had a full ride to um, Berkeley. Really? Uh, yeah, full ride to Berkeley for... Um, for mathematical engineering, uh, decided wow. that he uh, decided that he didn't want to go there, and he wanted to pursue uh, uh, rap, uh, hip hop. <laughs> uh, uh, so you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Well, but he also he didn't get the education, so you could oh. judge a book by the cover. Also, I, ju- I just made all that up. <laughs> 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 Points. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what did what did Mister Take a Wiz Khalifa need to do? Why, why is he in the news? No, for no reason. Oh, just, nice. <laughs> nice. Just picked a rapper out of the air. And just just went with the story, and you went with Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, well, it's the only one I could think. Did of. he actually sing a song called Black and Yellow? Oh yeah, Black and Yellow is a real song. Okay, well there you go, folks. Black and Yellow. Check out. I believe it was when um, was, was he Khalifa? I believe it was when Green Bay and the Steelers were in the Super Bowl. Uh, I believe, yeah. yeah. I don't want to talk about it. It's a thing. Don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Nope. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's a thing. I finished my book yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. Go yeah, set yeah. a watchman. You, you gave it how many stars? I gave it three out of five stars on Goodreads. Nice. Uh, still not exactly sure what I think about the book, but. Did it? I know you had some reservations. I did. Uh, I would say that I still do. You know, the book... Okay, so anybody who is paid attention at all knows that the book is basically set 20 years after To Kill a Mockingbird. And it basically puts... So in To Kill a Mockingbird, Atticus is the, the father. He's the lawyer. He's the one who defends the African-American gentleman uh, against the charges uh, levied against him. Yes. And uh, you're led to believe that it's because of his you know firm moral code that you know all men are created equal. And yeah. that's why he was doing it. Well... This book kind of gives you a little bit of a different a different feel to it, where he was really only doing it because the he because he was supporting the law, and he saw the law actually failing someone. Okay, and so he did it for that. He did it because because the law wasn't being upheld, okay. not because of his firm moral code, not because he thought all men were created equal. In fact, after reading the book. Uh, you could say quite the opposite. Interesting. That he looked at the, well, in terms of the book, 1950s America, mm-hmm. that he looked at the, you know, the quote-unquote black as being mm-hmm. inferior to the to the white. Which is interesting. Um, especially in With light Atticus of... Finch being who he is. Right. Because, I mean, Atticus Finch is one of those, like, revered characters in literature and in movies because of Gregory Peck. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, it's like Atticus Finch... Wow, mm-hmm. and Ghost of Watchmen really tears that down. Now, I mean, and it tears it down in an interesting way that I'm still kind of processing in my head. But 
it's a lot to take in. When it you, is. You've looked at viewed one character one way for well, when the country. I mean, mm-hmm. you anyone who's look at it this way. Anyone who's been through high school has read To Kill a Mockingbird at mm-hmm. some point. Everyone who has has had high school English class knows that Atticus Finch is just like wow. Mm-hmm. Atticus, he's I mean, the everyman. He's he's well. He, he's not only the everyman. He's he's the everyman, but he's what we should all strive to be, right? Sure, sure. Uh, and then this book, which was written first, kind of tears that back down. Now, yeah, and no, I was gonna say, yeah, these books were written. This book, this opposite, one book, yeah. This this book was written before first. To Kill a Mockingbird, mm-hmm. and then but it came out. Well, came out just recently. Whereas yeah, just To Kill a Mockingbird came out in what sixty something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I've thought about it too because you know Harper Lee didn't release this book when she was when she had her mental faculties straight. Sure. And regardless of who's releasing this book now, whether it's her estate forcing her to do it or it's just a money grab or whatever, it the book be. is out. But it's important to remember that Harper Lee didn't intend for this book to be released, so she chose to protect the character sure. rather than release the book. Well, yeah, and she had her reasons for that. Well, yeah, I think that she created a character that the country loved and that everyone held to a very high moral standard. She didn't want to release this book and ruin that. So I'm still kind of processing that in my head. I'm not sure exactly what I think about it. I don't know how I move forward with it mentally, whether I separate it out and say, okay, this is a totally different book or whether I don't know. I almost need to read to kill a mockingbird again. Hmm. Now that I've read this book to see what I think of Atticus. Okay, and maybe it'll give you a different light on the book. Yeah, you know, and I think it he still wanted to do good. And I think that's what's what gets what's get lost. I think that's what gets lost with the media looking at this new book is that he still wanted to do the right thing. Yeah. It's just that he wasn't trying to do the moral right thing. He, he was trying to do the legal right thing. It's looking at right and wrong in two different ways. Right. Yeah. And uh and so Scout is basically the main character of this book. Sure. And she's kind of the one who brings about all of this because she is still very firmly, you know, she is, is still a character who's colorblind. And in oh, fact, yeah. they call her colorblind in a couple spots in the book. Okay. You know, Scout just sees a person, which is great. Sure. Uh, it's also why uh, if my dog was a girl, I wanted to name the dog Scout, which I thought was a great idea. Sure, because dogs are also colorblind. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's exactly why I wanted to do it. Uh, I just thought it was a cool name for a dog. Sure. Uh, and still might be if we ever get another girl dog. Look for it to be named Scout. Uh, did not name my boy dog Jem. No. Just throwing yeah. that out there or Atticus yeah uh, and probably won't be now could you have named it Boo Boo yeah uh, well, he is a big white fluffy dog so you could have called him Boo 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 would have been missed, okay you missed out yeah you know we looked at some other names too yeah. and uh, come over here Boo <laughs> Boo <laughs> then my wife would walk over and be yeah. like oh hey babe what's, what's going up? on <laughs> no not you Boo the other Boo no the other Boo who's your other Boo <laughs> <laughs> right I don't need that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> life's not enough yeah, stuff yeah, going yeah. on in my life I'm not about that look <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there you go uh, finished that book uh, I think I'm going to read something a little lighter next uh gonna start reading a book called reality land which i'm gonna borrow for free from amazon thank awesome. you i uh, amazon prime it's uh, basically just a history of walt disney world and oh that's cool uh yeah i don't know what else it is hmm. but a, a history of the park not the man so oh, looking that's forward cool. yeah I mean, we, we all know Walt Disney's history. Yeah, yeah, although I think I'd like to read a book that was like an in-depth look at his history. Sure. You know, by Michael Eisner. Uh, maybe not that one. <laughs> but uh, 
definitely uh, going to check out something a little bit lighter next. Yeah, that seems uh, cool. Just to refresh my palate before I dig into uh, something else. That's on Amazon? Yeah, you can borrow it for free from Am- cause with Amazon Prime yeah, yeah. onto a Kindle yeah. or Kindle-supported device. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm going to read next. That's pretty cool. Put, do I don't know what where I was at with books, but I'm going to read uh, something a little lighter uh, next just to kind of cleanse my palate. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, uh... And yes, <laughs> I'm talking about cleansing my reading palate. Yeah, I yeah. have problems. I get it. No, you, it's, you need to decompress. After something like that, only because that messes up. I mean, it's the same problem. It's actually funny. It's the same problem that Scout in the book ran into was what you've believed for 20 years isn't true. Uh, because she kind of stumbles on the fact that Atticus might not be this great moral person yeah. in the book, too. So uh, kind of interesting, especially now that I'm talking about it, the similarities between the character of the book and what I'm dealing with are really kind of trippy. But that's pretty cool. It is kind of cool. That for yeah. a book to inflict that kind of yep. feeling upon its reader. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely worth checking out, although I don't know if I'd recommend reading it. So you're in like a weird spot. I'm in a very weird spot with it right now. But I also just finished it last night, and this is the first chance I've had to talk with anybody or however many people are listening. Thanks, guys, for listening. I appreciate it. If you have thoughts on Ghost of a Watchman, please hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash pillow podcast. Or just hit me up on Twitter at TheBillHeron. Also, a good point, uh, if you uh, are offended by Nick's joke about uh, Khalifa Wiz or whatever his name was, (laughs) he's that big in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't care. <laughs> um, we did just want to make sure we throw your Twitter, oh, Twitter yeah, handle. No, out there. I, I understand. Yeah, we uh, we did pose a question. I don't know if you saw this, but we posed a question on Facebook. I did uh, on Thursday. I throw it on Thursday. So yeah, I'm starting a new new segment called Throw It On Thursday. So, on, oh, on and Facebook. we can recap it on the next week's. Yeah. <gasps> yep. Oh, it's brilliant. On the next week's podcast. Only one person had the guts. <laughs> Uh, and uh, uh, such a strong opinion to post. Uh, I had an opinion, apparently. but for some reason, my opinion was trying to post as pillow talk and not as me. Yeah, I don't so, know why that happens. I don't know either. Yeah. It has something to do with the page on Facebook. Thanks for the bugs, Facebook. Yeah, thanks a lot. Cheers. Uh, where'd it go? Oh, throw it on Thursday. Yep. So, uh, uh, Catherine Hafner. Catherine, woo! Yeah, Catherine, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, we posed a question. Um, throw it on Thursday is going to be uh, every Thursday. Obviously, we're going to pick two, at random two. Are we going to skip Thanksgiving though? I mean, we can. I mean, you know, it's a holiday. No, people might. Want, what if we have a special Thanksgiving four way? Uh, okay, loser, I'm in. Texas tornado loser leaves town. I'm okay. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, we pose the question: Throw it on Thursday is going to be every Thursday. We pick two superheroes or villains at random. Sometimes it's not always going to be. Are they really at random? Yeah. I'm just gonna draw them out of a hat. You picked okay. This 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 time, one wasn't at random. This one was not because okay. I just rewatched Batman vs Superman, so I did Batman vs Superman. Fair enough. Um, and there's a movie coming. And out. there's a movie coming out. Uh, so I asked, uh, we asked, you know, who would win in a fight? Batman vs Superman. Right. Pretty easy, right? I mean, anybody could say, hey, this person, and why? Mm-hmm. Let's uh, hear Catherine's rationale before you uh, and I give ours. Uh, Catherine said uh, that Superman would win because Batman without his tech is just a man. Superman is still an alien with all of his superpowers, with or without the cape. She also then said, and don't think for a minute that Batman is going to pull the kryptonite thing. Lex <laughs> Luthor has tried and failed over and over again. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so you want to go first? Uh, no, no, go ahead. I just wanted to say thank you to her for posting that on the page. Even though she's wrong. And let me tell you why. Okay. Okay. Batman 
the 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 point of Throwdown Thursday wasn't that Batman didn't have his tech. Yes. Batman has his tech. Yes, he does. Batman also tons smarter than Lex Luthor. So the kryptonite thing's back on the table. Yeah. One little batarang laced with kryptonite. And, and super and, and soups is down. True. Uh, so I'm going Batman. Because he has his tech. He does. This isn't like a, hey, it's a Chicago street fight where they're just in t-shirts and a pair of basketball shorts. I mean, these guys are in their costumes. And so Batman has armor and tech and all that stuff. And he's going to win. I think... Uh, because now I'm the deciding be mode. the tiebreaker. <laughs> so I actually, um, I, mm, I would say that I actually think that Superman would win. Oh. Now here, now here's why. All right, let's hear it. Now here's why. Um, and I guess it depends on what continuity you go with. Uh, <laughs> Superman. This is totally a nerd podcast when we're talking. <laughs> well, Superman in the new Fifty Two. Well, no, I mean, because honestly. Okay, so Superman versus Batman. Right. Batman has killed nobody. If you go with Superman and Justice, in the Injustice uh, Superman, he killed the Joker. He punched his heart out through his chest. Like Indiana so, Jones and the Temple of Doom. Exactly. Um, I'm doing the hand beating like a heart thing right so now. So if we're going on that, simply on that... I believe that if it came down to it, in a fight, Batman may be winning, but he would show restraint. He would show restraint at finishing the job. So you and don't think super- he has the guts to finish it? I don't think he does. Well, I don't. Not the guts. I think that he, the his moral compass is so strong that he cannot finish that job. He can't. And and when he when he turns around, I think Superman would kill him. Hmm. Winning or not, I think heat lasers the, right through the center at, mass. At the at the end of the day, I think that Superman would kill Batman. All right, um, but Batman doesn't have what it takes to kill I Superman. Think, no. Not that he doesn't have the skill or the tech. No. He doesn't have the moral compass that would allow him that to kill would Superman. allow him to kill somebody. So right. I would have to go with Superman if we're going solely based on that. Now it may be a completely one-sided fight until that point. Batman may be destroying Superman. I don't think it would be one-sided, though. No? No. Because, you know, there is... He's faster than a speeding bullet and more powerful than a locomotive. And he has friggin' heat vision in in his eyeballs. That's uh, true. That's going to be tough to get through. Yeah, but if, you know, like you said, a kryptonite-laced battery... One little... Weakens him. Yep, big time. Then, you know, maybe... Then all of a sudden, now you're fighting a guy. Yeah. Who can microwave things with his eyes, but that's it. Yeah. He'd make up some mean popcorn, but uh, can't blast a hole through you. This is That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, look for this Thursday. Uh, I am doing it completely at random. I've I've um, built a uh, I've got I've got them to cut out, um, and I'm gonna I'm literally just throwing them in a hat. Nice. And I'm pulling two out. Um, it's it's I think it's gonna yield some interesting results. And if you have people that you want to see put into the hat, because I obviously don't know everybody um and i'm just doing you know um marvel dc i might throw some um interesting idw people in there can we throw like rick that. grimes in there we can throw rick grimes in there i mean i think rick grimes needs to be in there yeah we can throw rick grimes in there we can throw we can throw actually most of those people in there well, i don't know that most no, of them well i mean but there. the important ones you know carl rick the governor yeah the governor that'd be cool yeah negan 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 against the Joker. Oh, see, and that it could yield interesting results. That would like be that. so great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Should we set up a tournament? 
We could do that. Like a we like a sixty four tournament do... <sighs> production meeting on the air, guys. Yeah, let's do. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's do, do a sixty four. We'll, we can set up a bracket. We'll call it the Superhero Super Bowl. Bam! Up high. Yes. We can't really call it Super Bowl though. No. Uh, superhero. Super. Bracket. Bracket. Yeah. Up high. Yeah. So I'm gonna write that uh, down. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. No. That's yeah. So that's that's that should be cool. Yeah. And then yeah, everybody can make their own brackets. Send them well, no, no, it. no. What we'll do is uh, every week we'll put up a new a, a new, new match. Fight. Okay. And then we can vote on it, and we'll just run it. We'll just run through it. So if you want your voices to be heard, get it. Do it on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah on our Facebook page, or, or or send it to our email, or you know anything like that. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Good idea. Good idea. Still writing. Still writing. Uh, so um, yeah, that that's. Yeah, pretty, that'd be fun. Yeah, pretty pretty cool week in TV this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Fear of the Walking Dead finally came on. Yeah, um, we want to talk a little bit about. That. We'll talk about that later, later. since it's yep. more PG thirteen rated. Yep. We'll throw a spoiler yep. sounder and let you guys that know that it's not time for kids. Uh, but we do need to talk about something we discussed on last week's podcast. Yes, a little movie called Project Alpha. Yes, Project Alpha. I dropped the bomb on Bill. <laughs> Now this this movie came out in 1996, so we are not sounding the spoiler alert sounder. No, <laughs> it's been 20 years. If you haven't seen it, it's your own fault. This is true. Now, did I oversell this movie? To um, you? Okay, so so we were talking last week. Well, how did we even get on the subject of Alf? Oh, we were talking about. We were just talking. You you had to do something, and I was like, let me tell you about all the movies that I that I recommend that people watch. And I, was like, and I, I think I said Surf Ninjas, and I yeah. said and I said uh, Alf. The Elf, the movie. Elf movie, and then you were like, "There's an Elf movie." Yeah, I, I think this is like yes. Yeah, I, I believe so. That's what the series Alf ended with him being surrounded. He's trying to get a ride back to Melmac. Yep, and his friends were there, like above him. Mm-hmm. But then he was being surrounded by was it the Alien Task Force? Yep, yep. Which the is al- funny because yep, they're the, the ATF. ATF. Yep. Yep. Not to be confused with the yep. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. They do throw one heck of a party. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. That was good. Thank you. That was good. I just one heck of a party, though, if you think about it. I mean, yeah, it has to be. <laughs> uh, it's always good when I can make Nick laugh. It's good when the straight man makes the funny guy laugh. This is true. <laughs> They do throw one heck of a party. We should. ATF, we throw one heck of a party. <laughs> Annual ATF party, 1997. <laughs> we will have to have one of those uh, without incident signs, though, because I have a feeling that oh, the, that yeah, party, yeah. somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, somebody's going to shoot something up. And in instead the of air. like, it's been blank days since our last incident, it needs to be, it's been blank minutes since yeah, our last yeah. incident. <laughs> you go, there goes Johnny. Uh, Just got shot in the foot again. <laughs> Give him some more tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just burned his shirt with a cigarette. Why did we hire him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That would be one funny. Anyway. Yes, it would. So he's being surrounded by the ATF. Yes. And then the scene cuts. Now, I've done some research on ALF since our last podcast. Definitely. It cut. So NBC originally aired ALF. Mm -hmm. And the producers of ALF thought they were going to get a 
was it fifth season? Yeah, they thought, yeah. yeah and so the fourth season cliffhanger was just supposed to be a cliffhanger. And then they were told, mm-hmm. uh, whether this is true or not, I couldn't tell you. This was before the internet. So the information is very sketchy. Yeah, yeah. But they were told that if the season wasn't picked up, that they would be given a two-episode movie to be able to wrap everything up. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what they were told. Cool. Uh, that was in 1990. In 1996, <laughs> these folks finally came out with an ALF movie, but this time it was aired on ABC. Yep. And I don't know how the rights reverted, so, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. The rights reverted. Uh, ABC aired this uh, hour and a half long movie uh, starring the brother and st- uh, the brother and sister-in-law from Home Improvement. Uh, Home Improvement. Yep, and, who, and the, uh, the lady, uh, I think her name was Jensen something or other, who mm-hmm. who you and I discussed the other day is '90s hot. Yeah, like for someone in the '90s, yeah, like was it, hot. Yeah, like if somebody looked at her now, they'd be like, Meh. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she, you know, she had like the really high waisted pants. Yep, um, belts and such that mm-hmm. were very popular in that time period. Like a perm. Very curly, either a curl. I think it was more of like just curly hair, but yeah. she was she was 90s hot. Yeah. Uh, not to be confused with 50s hot and 80s hot and 70s hot yeah. and today hot. Yeah, they're all different. Uh, they are all different. Uh, I would put this lady firmly in uh, the same camp as Jillian uh, Anderson in The X-Files because oh, yeah, Scully yeah. also, I believe, was 90s hot. 90s hot. And we'll see if she's 2000s Well, hot. she's like 50 now. Oh. So, so I don't think she can be hot anymore. I mean, there's not a Ouch. scale that goes Did I just down. say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> like I think that women start going downhill before they hit 50. No, I just think that you stop referring to a 50-year-old woman as hot. What do we call them? I think we call them very attractive women ah. who look very, very nice. Good cover. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we don't necessarily call them hot. I think hot is reserved for women 30 and under. I'm going to stop talking about this now. I think No, I think that hot is reserved. Unless you're my wife, and then you're hot no matter how old you I are. Think that, no, I think that uh, calling someone hot is relative to the age that you are versus the age that they are. That's a good point, because I wouldn't really, yeah, yeah, that word like, doesn't yeah. go in my lexicon anymore yeah so yeah so uh, we now call people very attractive yeah that is a very attractive woman who i would never look at because i'm happily married that's right that's how it works mm-hmm. but this lady's okay because when this movie came out mm-hmm. i was like 14 yep therefore Statue i can tell you that she was 90s hot because mm-hmm. i wasn't involved with anybody at 14 yeah see how it works yeah my mom's nodding yeah she, she gets it she's like yeah i get it yep yep yeah so, uh, in any in any case, Project Elf. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll want to give starring, it a quick synopsis. Uh, also starring oh. one uh, Martin Sheen. Oh, in a really, <laughs> really, he obviously needed some money. Yep, clearly. I mean, he just kind of showed up. <laughs> he he needed some money, and he needed it in the worst way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Begley Junior. So, why don't let's just why don't you give everybody like a for people who aren't going to invest an hour and a half into watching this movie like you and I both did in the yeah. last week, why don't you give everybody just like a three-minute rundown on what this thing is? I mean, essentially, I mean, I don't even know that I need three minutes. Essentially, it's just... Take two. It's just, um, you know, so it takes place in the events, uh, the time right after Alf has been captured. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little bit of time since then. Yeah, um, well, I don't think much. I don't, yeah, I don't think that much time. Um, but uh, so he's been captured. They're trying to... 
uh, one one group is trying to, of the government is trying to destroy him, kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other group is trying mainly just uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's just trying to get rid of him. The other group is saying that he's no threat to anybody. He, they they should let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's the beginning of the movie, which is pretty hilarious. Uh, but <laughs> it's it's tough. I really enjoy the fact they they pull up to Andrews Air Force Base, yeah. and you can tell that it's Andrews Air Force Base because there's a guard shack and a sign that says Andrews Air Force Base. <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. That's it. And Just then there's like a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> so Obviously not filmed on location. <laughs> so then they film this thing with. Probably the smallest budget. Oh, I mean, probably. they probably filmed it with like 50 bucks and then loose change that all the crew found in the their puppeteer, couches. The puppeteer and Martin Sheen were probably the highest paid people <laughs> in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. by far. Uh, I think the, the two main characters uh, were only doing it because ABC said, look, you're on Home Improvement. We're going to keep you off this episode. We'll go make this movie. Yep, yep, yep. give them something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you a Christmas bonus this year if you go make this thing. <laughs> so uh, then, uh, so you know, that's the main conflict. You know, one group is trying to destroy up. The other one's yep. trying to, to to say that you know they don't need to keep him captive. They don't need to subject him to these treatments or, or experiments that they're doing on him. <laughs> which, uh, which, okay, <laughs> this was probably the funniest part of the whole movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you have Alf talking with these scientists, and and he's sitting in a chair at one point. One one in particular. And Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> yes. uh, there's a sign that says like, you know, like danger, high voltage, do not touch or whatever. And and Alf is like, well, what's that sign? And he the guy. The doctor says, look, I can remove it if it makes you uncomfortable. So he goes to remove it and electrocutes himself. <laughs> and then he starts on fire. <laughs> he starts on fire. And so like the whole then then Alf has another doctor and another doctor and another doctor and another doctor. And he runs each of these doctors off talking about how dead this other guy is. And it shouldn't be funny, but it's so funny. At one point he says, You you know what happened to the other guy, right? And then he's like <laughs> He, he said, "He said yes, a bad heart attack." He said, "We're going with that story." Huh? <laughs> uh, and he said, "They had to clean Doctor Warner's body off the floor with a chimney sweep." <laughs> <laughs> you can still see the scorch mark in the linoleum, yeah. and they did some word association. Yeah. <laughs> and what were the one of the words was cold? And he's like, "Doctor Warner." <laughs> And there was another one where he's like, Toast. Toast, Dr. <laughs> Warner. It was just, uh, it, that was classic Alf to me. It was great. And they had the picture of, um, uh, gosh, who was the... the, the um, 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 who was it the was... Um, Muammar Gaddafi? No, it was uh, Arafat? Yeah, Yasser Arafat. Yasser like, Arafat. Do you know, who's this? And he said, he's the drummer for the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I imagine Dr. Warner was... A, <laughs> Like yeah. He would just go he just... into random things. Like... <laughs> he didn't stop until they put him in the centrifuge or in the yeah, centrifuge yeah, machine. The centri- and eventually they put him in the crash test jump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was funny. That was probably the best part of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. If yeah, they could have great. kept that going for an hour and a half, yeah. it would have been a great flick. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't. But it went on. They, they, uh, they escaped with Alf. Yep. And managed to find themselves at a hotel where he. Got keys from Ray Walston. That's who that was. I couldn't remember. Yeah, Ray Walston uh, got his car keys and a coat and stuff, which yep. is kind of weird. Yep, and he asked him where he was from or who, he, what he was, and he said, uh, what did he say? He oh, said, he's from Michigan. He's from Michigan. And, <laughs> and then said, the guy oh, goes, oh, the Wolverine state. Yeah, that makes sense, a Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's he, a guy who said Michigan. <laughs> he, uh, he then goes to... 
uh, the kitty cat lounge because he thinks that <laughs> he thinks that uh, this uh, adult entertainment complex is a uh, uh, a place where they serve cats because they eat cats on Melmac. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. on Melmac they eat cats. Um, running gag throughout the show. Oh yeah, for the whole four seasons, yep. he was always chasing the cat Lucky. Yep. yep. Uh, so then they do some driving around in a pink Cadillac for some reason. Yep. End up at Miguel Ferrer Ferreras Ferrer. Yes. You would know him is. if you saw him because he's always a bad guy. And guess what? He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Even though he tries to pretend he's a good guy at first. They they always do. You know, so he's trying to basically put Alf on live TV to prove he's a he's a yeah, he's a he's a NASA scientist who's been run out Mm -hmm. because they're like, Oh, you're crackpot and da 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 da. So he tries to put Alf on live TV to prove that aliens exist. Martin Sheen comes in, saves the day. Except still is going to kill Alf, and then lead actor whatever records stuff, and everybody's and, happy. Yeah, and then the, the movie's over. Everybody gets promoted. Uh, Alf. So okay, um, Nick, what did you think of the movie? As as because watching this is, it over. What did you think of the movie as resolution for the series? Because this isn't just a standalone movie. I mean, no, this was a movie made to wrap up. The fourth season cliffhanger. I don't. I don't have anything bad to say about it resolving. I mean, it served its purpose of hey, guess what? Alf's not dead on a table somewhere. Right. I mean, it could have been better, but I was a little upset that the Tanners weren't in the movie at well, all. They, and they they and then they were only just sort of mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're witness protection. They're witness protection in Reykjavik, Iceland. Yeah, Iceland. Uh, yeah. They were gonna be in like Mozambique or whatever, but, but they, they didn't, didn't like, like the school. school <laughs> so and you know what? But it, what, what kind of made me upset was okay. So you've got this alien. If and I got this is after I really got to thinking about it, which yeah, yeah. is guys, this is the worst thing you could possibly do with this movie is try is to think try about to it. Think about it. <laughs> um, but I tried to think about it, and Alf lived with these. He crashed into their garage. Yep. Lived with these people for four years, and I mean, grew to love them. Yeah. And then in this movie that is is supposed to be wrapping up the series, had nothing. Could to really it. give two squats about it. Didn't him. didn't care. He wasn't trying to find them. Right. And I think if the movie had been that, you know, oh, it's Alf trying to find the Tanners. Or I read at one point there was a scene that ended up getting cut, but there was Alf writing a letter to Willie. Willie oh. getting the letter and reading it, just him, just Alf telling them that he missed him or whatever. I think that would have even made that me more fulfilled. Yeah, I mean the fact that they don't do anything with that relationship. It's it's literally they're in witness protection and they're in Iceland because they didn't like the schools in Mozambique. End of discussion. That's they it. are never mentioned by anyone don't, again. You don't see a picture. There's nothing. nothing. And you would want. To include them, well, even if it was just Alf, you know, talking about, oh, you know, I miss the Tanners, I mean, so, or you know, oh, you know, Willie would have done this, even just mentioning them. But I mean, they literally could not; they weren't even on his mind or no, they, in well, the they script. Well, they didn't have a picture of them in this in his Nothing. cell or yeah. anything. And yeah, I mean that, that part was weird. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I guess you could call that kind of subplot. Because I mean, the main the main thing that they were probably trying to do is say, "Hey, everybody who thought Alf was dead." Yeah, and and I get not. that. And at the end of the movie, I mean, you know, he isn't really released, 
but he's alive, yeah. and so everything's kind of okay. He's wrapped up in a nice little bow. But not really. The nice little bow would have been him going to Iceland to live with the Tanners. Maybe they're going to make a sequel. Uh, well, they well, actually they're making, are uh, making an elf movie, uh, but it's going to be CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So not a bad movie. No, not a bad movie. Not a good movie either. No. I mean, I'm glad to have watched it. I will probably never watch it again. Oh, I'm not. I, I mean, it's it's something. That also, the copy you had had some uh, some really great like Icelandic subtitles in them. Oh, nice. Did you see those? Uh, no. Because I watched the VHS copy that I had. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I watched the digital copy that had some really great subtitles in them. Nice. <laughs> it was. I was trying to figure out what language it was, and I just couldn't figure Ooh. it out. Some Scandinavian language, I'm sure. Yeah. Wasn't French, wasn't Spanish, wasn't German, uh, but it was definitely a European language. Yeah, I mean, I actually, the, my commitment to this movie was so deep that I downloaded it so I could put it on a, a DVD for you. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. I, uh, I went. I and, publicly appreciate that. Yeah, Thank I you. I went and got the VHS copy. Nice. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was worth checking out if you were a fan of Alf. Yeah. I mean, um, I'd give it half a pillow up. Yeah. We need to come up with a better ranking system. Let's call them. Okay, we got to rank things by number of pillows. So, yeah, out get, of five pillows, how I many pillows? Two, I give it two pillows. I would also give it two pillows. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's the beginning is why I give it two pillows because that, the beginning was funny. The first, that the first half hour up, was great. Yeah, yeah, that holds up. Great. Yeah, the first half hour was really, really funny. But you could tell they were stretching for stuff. Oh, they were trying to fill a two-hour time block on TV. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, what they should have done was just tried to fill a one-hour time yeah. block on TV or come up with a better story. Yeah. The other great thing was when he when they hit, he had the blindfold and he had the cup A and cup B and he's like, this one's definitely <laughs> this you know, one's Pepsi. definitely Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, it really dated the movie. It, and did. it was really great. Back during like, all the you know rock and roll cola wars, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Awesome. We didn't start the fire. It's always burning since the world's returning. We didn't start the fire. The trial didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Little Rock, Pasternak, Mickey Mantle, Kerouac, Sputnik, Joe, and I ridge on the river. Quiet. <laughs> That's your superpower. It's why well, that is. Yeah, that you could do that. Oh, I can't do them all, but I can do most of them. Yeah. Charles Gall, California baseballs, Children of the Little Mind. Oh, Buddy Holly. No, I'm on the wrong verse. Sorry, I guys. Listen to that song now. Now uh, everyone we have on this podcast has to listen to the song. Otherwise, it'll be in your head all day. Yeah, that's real rough. <laughs> so that's. That that was pretty cool. I'm glad that we watched it because it was like it was fun. Yeah, it was it was it was good. I I, I forget that not everybody watches watched the things that I watched as mm-hmm. a kid. So it's nice to like you you were like I just discovered this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And this has been Screen Pot Shots. Yes. with Nick and Bill. Yes. I also did get feedback. Uh, your conspiracy corner people yes. people love Nick's conspiracy corner. Oh, cool. Yeah. I thought cool. you'd like that. I do. I do. Um, it's nice to know that my conspiracies go heard well. Um, yes, yes, they are a, well received. I have another uh, conspiracy. Um, Why don't uh, you hit we, that we and then hit it before. let's hit the conspiracy corner and then uh, we will move into the other TV show we both watched. Okay, because it's right. real. It's real short. All right, let's get <clears throat> let's get uh, let's get the sounder going. <clears throat> Come on in, sit right down. It's Nick's conspiracy corner. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So 
Um, this was uh, re-brought up to my attention because I was watching uh, recently this weekend uh, Lucha Underground, which is a wrestling uh, company um, that is on the El Rey Network. Um, and it's um, What is the El Rey Network? That's uh, basically like Telemundo, uh, <laughs> <laughs> essentially. Um, but they, they have uh, Lucha Libre Wrestling, which is awesome. Um, and it's actually all their uh, vignettes and all their backstage stuff is shot by Robert Rodriguez. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's the really cool. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, the Robert Rodriguez. It's shot. Uh, it's it's shot uh, telenovela style, uh, which is Mexican soap operas. Um, <laughs> every once in a while, someone gets slapped. Oh, sorry, uh, guys, that was a very horrible racial stereotype <laughs> for me. But Nick's in the room, and he's giving me a thumbs up. I am saying I am. it's fine. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. The only way he could have ended it better is gone. Donde, donde, donde. <laughs> 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 you know, I love nothing more, and um, I'm a I'm a child. I get it. Uh, I, I did at one point uh, know someone who uh, who spoke fluent Spanish, yeah, and uh, would repeatedly make her say things and then put product names in the middle of what she was saying <laughs> because I thought it was hilarious. And you go, frosted flakes, <laughs> Nestle chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know why I always yeah no I, that's what you do I, but I would I would just repeatedly make her say things like that just because I thought it was hilarious as as a, as a child when when this uh, was when I was in high school <laughs> no, and no. Uh, and I have been a jerk ever since no, apparently when, uh, when I when as a kid when we would watch novellas and and my grandma and grandpa would be uh, would be out of the room we turn we turned down the novellas and we'd uh, we'd have our own our own dialogues for the people in the novellas. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it was, it was really fun. Uh, uh, so anyway, your conspiracy. So corner. my conspiracy corner. Uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez is involved. Uh, so I have a conspiracy that the uh, Machete movies. Hold on, not so fast, Nick. Before we get to your conspiracy corner, yes, we're gonna try something special today. Oh, okay. We're gonna do our first installment of a musical intermission. Awesome. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a song by a band that we like. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about it after we're done. Yeah. So stay tuned. And the song is coming right now. And now, a musical intermission! Oh, 
Thanks for listening to that. Yeah. That was a song called Civil War by a band named Tren. Yes. Uh, it's T-R-E-N. Yep. And the Tren stands for the uh, people in the band. We have uh, Taylor Miranda for T. Mm-hmm. Richard Williams. He's the R. Okay. Eliza Smith is the E. And Nate Young is the N. T-R-E-N. The, kind yeah. of a cool way to do it. Yeah. I was, I was wondering what kind of name that was. Yeah, this is a band that uh, has recorded some songs. Yep. And uh, their goal right now, they've got a song out there that they're trying to get into the Hunger Games soundtrack. Yep. And the goal with this song, Civil War, is to get it in the Captain America 3 Civil War soundtrack. So Interesting. So we wanted to uh, just put that in your ears. Nick, what would you think about it? Uh, it was. Uh, it's a good song. It gets stuck in your head. It really does, um, yeah. There, it's, it's a... The lyrics are simple. Like yeah. not not in a bad way, simple. But the lyrics are simple. That's mm-hmm. good, um, uh, and the song gets just gets stuck in your head. I did have I had the hook of the song and the beat of that of the uh, the uh, beat of the hook stuck in my head. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll be going around the rest of the day going, "There's nothing civil about this war. Nothing civil." Uh, obviously, I'm on the fan. They have a really cool music video out there. By oh yeah, the way. a great production um, quality for for a video. Yeah. You guys can find uh, more information. We're not done talking about it yet, but no, you guys no. can find more information on these guys uh their facebook page is facebook.com slash we are trend uh they've got links to some of their other songs they've done links to the youtube page that has this video i believe this is their first video that they've done the uh the civil war video oh. uh i like the guy with the captain america flag yeah i uh i like um cake <laughs> cake is delicious yes. yeah uh, not in the video but i still like cake mm-hmm. uh, um, the band cake also good but not what we're talking about yeah, right now i played no I played with a band called Cake once. Yeah? Yeah. They're the from Cake? No, I don't think it was the, the Cake. It was another band called Cake. They spelled yeah. it with K, two Ks. Or <laughs> it was, was K-A-C-E, it was a, Cake? It was, it was, uh, it was um, H-C-A-K-E. And <laughs> I, I said, well, that's not Cake. And they spelled the H silent. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to Trent. Anyway, Trent. Trent uh, so can I tell you what? I, I've, I've been dying, Nick, to tell you my mm-hmm. thoughts on this on this song in particular yep. uh, for like a week. Mm-hmm. Um 
I think that this song sounds just like, now I consider, okay, I think it sounds just like an opening song to a Bond movie. Oh, yeah, it does sound like an opening song to a Bond movie. I love me some Bond movies. Yeah, okay? great. Uh, in fact, I've been working on a blog post for a few years, because it just doesn't get off the ground, <laughs> where I'm going to rank the Bond theme songs. Oh. In order. Uh, maybe release one a day or something, but go bam, 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 best theme, best, you know, so that you've got like the best Bond theme songs, videos, and things. Yeah. I think this song could totally be, you know, obviously reworked, but the sound of it could totally be a Bond, oh, a com- Bond song. Yeah, complete, completely. Um, I think that this band would also write a great Bond song, oh, yeah. even if they, you know, uh, not necessarily using that song, but I mean, they could, I mean, they have, it seems pretty cool. They use a lot of strings. They do. They got a lot of strings. Uh, four very talented musicians. If you go to their facebook page you can look at their bio i mean these are people who know music cool and uh they're, they're putting the out some good stuff band. yeah yeah you know and um you know we stumbled on we stumbled on this band um i think because someone who was part of the production team that put civil war together kind of put us on to them mm-hmm. and i could not be happier that they did i think this yeah, is a great awesome. song yeah. uh, a cool a cool band trying to make some music and man, what a good! I, I just thought it was a great, great song. Yeah, I wish I, I we didn't do too much research into where you could download it, but we no, couldn't well, find it on iTunes. I didn't see it on iTunes. They do have, I think, a couple of their other songs might be on iTunes. Great. They do have a SoundCloud page. Oh, they do. They do. Awesome. Uh, it's SoundCloud stuff. It's unfortunately not uh, the same as their Facebook page. So. I think the easiest way for people go to facebook.com slash we are trend. Yep. You can get to their SoundCloud page, you can get to their YouTube page, you can get everything you need to get from there. Uh it's a good seems to me like a really good central spot to uh, hook up with this really, really cool band. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Um and I'm always in support of, you know, artists. indie bands yeah, and stuff. Indie, yeah. Indie bands and people try just people trying to do music. I don't care what it is, but you know, it's that's yeah, that's awesome. And I, I thought it was cool. It uh really cool. They're trying to do music. We're trying to do a podcast. Seemed like the perfect band for us to mess. feature, especially in this first edition of uh, a musical intermission on our podcast. Sure, I could not be happier with the band and the song that we've chosen to do it with. I would uh, champion them to whoever is. Oh yeah, working on Civil War. I would totally go to bat for these guys. That song is great. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, I would encourage all of you to go out. Like their Facebook page yep. after you like ours, mm-hmm. which is facebook.com slash pillow podcast. Uh, like their Facebook page, get that uh, get that song some views. If you happen to know somebody at Marvel, man, send the song to them because this would be really cool. Uh, I know Marvel doesn't do a lot of songs at the beginning of the movie, sure. but man, what a great song to put like at the end credits just, or something. Just yeah, it'd be a. Gr- I, I'd stick around to watch the end credits if that song. If was that on. song was there, yeah. I mean, hey, or. If you know somebody with MGM yeah. and you need a song for, well, I'm Anything. sure they have a song for Spectre already, but for Bond 25, because isn't Spectre Bond 24? I think so. If you need a song for Bond 25, call Trend, because... If you need a song for anything, I think call Trend, because they have a pretty good musical ability. Yeah. And well, I'm pretty sure that they should, uh, I'm pretty sure that they should be on something. It looks like that's their... <laughs> I mean, look, look at this. They're, they're, they're winning awards, they're producing stuff, they're directing stuff, they're writing stuff. Awesome, good for These them. guys are an untapped commodity, as far as I'm concerned, and they Heck need yeah. much more accolades than we're getting. We have so much garbage music out there today. Yeah, that somebody who... Can actually create music deserves create good music heck yeah well, deserves and, to be more recognized and 
actually has talent. <laughs> yeah, and not auto-tuned. Yeah. Because I can tell you, you can listen to this, and you can watch the video, and the video is great. You can see that they actually are, they know how to play uh, play instruments and things. They're mm-hmm. not the monkeys yeah. who, you know, needed help learning how to play musical yeah. instruments. I mean, people said they monkeyed around, but... <laughs> and then, hey, they were the monkeys. Yeah. But, uh... You I mean, get ready, because they're going to come to your town. <laughs> they'll be on the last train to Clarksville. <laughs> and they'll meet you at the station. We can do this all day. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I watched that show on Nick at Night all, all the time. The time. And, follow, and then watch Lancelot Link Secret Chimp. Yeah, Lancelot Link Man, Secret talking monkeys. Is there anything better It's on Hulu that? Plus, people. Watch it's, it. It was also on uh, Amazon Prime. We tried watching it at my house. My wife didn't care for it. Oh, that's sad. Well, you know. Maybe you'll bring her around. I, I doubt it very much. <laughs> we, we pretty much agreed after the first episode that we weren't going to watch any more Lancelot Aww. Link Secret Chimp at my house. It happens. Yeah. It happens. So, uh, Nick, I definitely want uh, just to encourage everybody one final time. Yes. To go to facebook.com slash we are trend, like these guys, share these guys, listen to these guys, and enjoy it. Spread the word of trend. Spread it. Like it's a trend. Duh. Duh. Trend. Uh, they need one more guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, can David, we somehow manage? David, no, 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 no. We need to get involved here. Oh. So just to like to insert ourselves into their success. So if we did trend for pillow talk, that no, doesn't work. Trump. Tr- no, we got to oh. get rid of oh. poor. No, we poor. Uh, we'd have to get rid of Nate. No, we can't do that. Uh, how about how about? Uh, put, uh, oh, can we put? P in front of the trend and just say that Trepen. it's silent. Trepen. Like, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The P is silent. The P is silent. So it's P T R E N for pillow talk, and the T is silent. Yeah. Or the P is silent. Yeah. Did I say the T is silent? I'm an only idiot. If you, only if you go to the back of the bowl. <laughs> I'm an idiot. The P silent. <laughs> <laughs> or the very front. <laughs> that's that's the midnight going to the bathroom <laughs> trick right there. That's right. Don't hit the water. You'll wake up the wife. <laughs> or the kids. Or the dog. Or the dog. <laughs> <laughs> then the dog starts barking. He wakes everybody up. You just got a problem on your yeah, hands. Yeah, it's, it's a... Uh, domino effect. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we would like to just point out the P talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a short nickname for our... P talk. P talk. Oh, we're totally putting that on a shirt. Yeah, uh, the P talk is ours and ours alone. Yes, has nothing to do with these fine, upstanding citizens of Trend. Yes, who uh, did nothing but make a wonderful song. Yeah, very, and allow us to feature it on our podcast. Yeah, very professionally shot video. Oh my gosh! Um, I don't yeah. know. I mean, they obviously took some time and money uh, and money, uh, and, or or maybe no money. Maybe they know somebody. But awesome. Uh, no, you, you don't produce a video like that and not have no money involved, um, unless it's like somebody who's like, I need a student film. Uh, but, but it's still it's an awesome music video. Um, it's great. It's uh, awesome music in general. Yep. Uh, everybody should go check out facebook.com backslash we are trend. Did you backslash it now? I just was slashing. Uh, backslash. Are you sure? I think so. Okay, look, go to Facebook.com and then do whatever slash it is that you have to do on the internet. Yep. We are Tren, T-R-E-N, and with a P in front of it. Hopefully they silent. listen to this and they keep putting out awesome music. Yeah, I uh, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope they at least feel like we're giving them the Pillow Talk push. Yeah. Can that be a thing? Yeah. 
Pillow Talk Push. The Pillow Talk Push. The Pillow Talk Push. Uh, that's when uh, we have more followers than we have. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Which we'll get when all of you share this podcast with at least one friend. That's right. Remember the pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nick. We have kept the people waiting long enough. Yes. Nick, you're talking about the Machete movies. Oh, yes. Okay, so the, um, so the uh, Machete movies, you know, Machete and Machete Kills, um, uh, I think are prequels to the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> okay, explain uh, yourself, uh, sir. Okay, so uh, uh, if you've seen the Spy Kids movies, uh, you know that uh, Danny Trejo's uh, character in the Spy Kids movies, his name is Machete. And, mind blown. <laughs> and he, uh, uh, so he, and he's also, you know, the 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 um, the um, long lost, not long lost brother, but the kind of alienated, the black sheep. Brother sure. of um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Antonio Banderas, his oh, character. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, so he's the you know the the brother who nobody talks about, and you never know why. Well, what if his character is never talked about, or the family doesn't talk about him because he's such a violent killer of a person? <laughs> and that is my conspiracy. It theory. makes sense. It does. It makes sense. It does. Now go watch the Machete movies first and then watch Spy Kids and then watch your mind be blown. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, Nick, are you ready? Yes, I am. All right, folks. Uh, here it is. Awesome. All right, folks, there's the spoiler alert. Consider yourself warned. Also, hide your children. We're talking about Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, Fear the Walking Yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't, well, I mean, if your kids are You were that, just warned. Yeah, if your, kids were, if your kids are into that, I mean, let them watch. Do whatever you want. Yeah, then. I mean, we're not telling you how to raise them. <laughs> nope, <laughs> certainly not us. I'm just a podcast guy. I'm not, I'm not a judge. <laughs> so Fear the Walking Dead uh, premiered on Sunday night. It was yep. a 90-minute episode. Yep. Uh, we don't need to run down the plot of it, nope. but it's basically a companion show to The Walking Dead, which they both air on AMC. Kind, kind of a prequel. You know, uh, a it, prequel well, of it sorts. Is, it is, yeah. It's, not, the thing that I thought it was cool, and I know in Nick and I have talked about this before, but mm -hmm. you know Robert Kirkman, the guy who wrote the Walking Dead comic books, which Nick, you and I are both readers yep, of, definitely uh, wrote the comic books because he loved zombie movies, but always wanted to know what happened after the movie ended. What happened next? Which was the whole point of the Walking Dead was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, this happened, but what happens next? What yep. I think is cool with Fear the Walking Dead is. We don't get to see Patient Zero, which nope. is good. I don't want to know exactly how this thing starts. I'm good with the ambiguity. Am ambiguity. Yes. There it is. Yes. I'm good with that, uh, with not knowing exactly how the zombie apocalypse starts, without knowing who Patient Zero is. Uh, but I like that we're catching this show... We're catching the show before people are even aware of what's happening. Yeah, so, yeah... Yeah, n nobody knows. I mean, there are, there are reports coming in from some people where they've heard some things. There's a boy who brought a knife to school. Because he's... Because he's seen on the internet stuff. Mm -hmm. But people don't believe him. Yeah, and, because it's the internet. Right. And uh, I like that that we, we start with these characters when they're still just very much dealing with normal day-to-day -day problems. I yeah. mean, the, the first episode is essentially Just a, drama. a family drama as a family deals with an older son uh, ending up in the hospital because he don't, he's doing drugs yeah. and, repeatedly. And, yeah, and, and something that they know. 
Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's something that, I mean, you know, unfortunately people deal with every day. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of this, now we're going to have a zombie apocalypse. The first thing I want to touch on is um, this is set in L.A., am I correct? Yes. Okay. The City of Angels. I get it. It's set in L.A. Why are there so many Mexicans? Um, it's because there are a lot of Mexicans in Southern California. Yeah, but I don't... I mean... There's a lot. When I think of California, I of don't you think... you people. I don't think, like, Mexicans... <laughs> Them. Oh, you should. I mean, there's a lot there. I understand. I, I mean, un- street I, signs are in Spanish. You I, should. I, I mean, I get it. The only time you see a Mexican running downhill is when San Diego is at the end of it. But... <laughs> Uh, but I mean, you also need to. You also throw need some, to remember some white people in there. Well, you also hey, Kim Dickens, the main character, Trixie from Deadwood. She is a white lady. What you also need to remember is that they've purposefully set this prequel in working class L.A. Sure, this isn't the glitzy, no, no, no. glamorous, you know, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero L.A. Sure, this isn't the dragnet L.A. with the beautiful police headquarters that they have there. I mean, this is. Off the beaten path. This is they intended this to be middle class LA. But you're telling me there's no white people in the middle class. I'm LA. telling you that there's probably a disproportionate amount of Mexican people in the middle class in LA. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I you know, I, I just think they're I think they're trying to portray something and I think they're probably doing a pretty good job of it, even though it looks like they're not. Also, another thing. Why Plus does, the dad's from New Zealand, apparently, the actor. Why does, and the son's British. I heard him talking the other day with the British oh, accent. Really? Like Andrew Lincoln, it drives me crazy. So, we have to stop all these Brits. They're taking all of our jobs. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. Yep. Andrew Lincoln is playing a southern guy in mm. The Walking Dead. Now there's this guy. These Brits need to be stopped. Didn't we fight a war so they We did so that they couldn't take our jobs. <laughs> We're worried about our southern border. We need to be worried about our eastern border people. <laughs> And somebody get Donald Trump on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just found something new for him to talk about. So, I'm the, sorry. Go ahead. No, the other thing that I have to say, why does... Okay, so so the kid who's in the hospital that has a drug issue... Is British. He's, okay, so that's... <laughs> well, the actor's that's, British. That, the, the, da- the dad, yeah. or the, the boyfriend or whatever, that's uh-huh. his... Stepdad. Stepdad. Not yeah. related to him by blood in any way. Correct. Why does he look so close to his blood, his son that is by blood? What do you mean? Did you notice that the kid in the the kid that has the drug problem? Yeah, and, and when and when the dad's on the phone with his son that doesn't want to come see him, mm-hmm. they look the stinking same. Look, we're not going to talk about racial stereotypes and how people look alike. All Mexicans look alike if they're in the same family. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you right now. I'm sorry, that if, I, just that, the if table. I ever that if I ever wanted to know what I looked like as a woman, I look at a picture of my sisters. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I don't need this whole Caitlyn Jenner thing going on. <laughs> You're good. I already know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. Um, I don't know how that worked out. I did uh, find it interesting. There were a lot of comparisons that this uh, the drug addict son. Uh, everyone said he looked a lot like Johnny he Depp. He does look a lot like. Looks Johnny a lot Depp. like young Johnny yeah, Depp. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, that that was interesting. So you obviously noticed one of the things you and I talked about yesterday was just how many helicopters and police sirens yeah. there were in the background of this whole episode. Just in background noise. I didn't feel like there were a ton of police in the episode. There were there was one scene where their police were in, and fire were involved. When they, yeah, when they were. Yeah. But throughout the entire episode, you could hear helicopters. You could hear police sirens, and the main characters weren't picking up on this. Mm-hmm. But one of the, so I watched. 
I before Fear the Walking Dead was on Sunday, they had like a kickoff episode of Talking Dead. Oh, cool. It was very cool, which is a show, if you enjoy The Walking Dead, I cannot recommend The Talking Dead enough. Well, they had Scott Gimple on. Scott right. Gimple, uh, one half of the comedy powerhouse of him and Dave Holmes, which I think is just really weird. <laughs> um, but he's the showrunner for The Walking Dead. Yeah. And so for those of you who don't know, the showrunner is basically the guy who makes the show happen. He's like the manager of the show. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how... And he's not the showrunner for Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, But he was talking about how interesting it was that we as fans know more than the main characters do. So since we know what happens here, we would pick up on things like the sirens, whereas our main characters wouldn't because we know more than they do. Well, and also they live in L.A. Right. but they don't. I've never been there. They don't know. Oh, there's a lot of. Oh, and I've I've been there. But there, there was. It's not like. There were more police sirens in the show, and it had to have been on purpose. Sure, no, no, no. But but I mean, I've never been there, but I'd assume there's police sirens and helicopters sometimes, and they probably don't think it's a big deal. Right. So probably you know, it, um, tune it out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else did you want to make note of from the episode, which I thought was really really good, by the way. Oh, I thought yeah, no, I thought it was a great episode. I I thought that it was interesting, um, and it, and I don't know if they meant this as like a comment on our culture. But um, that when they were showing the video of the guy getting sh- shot by yeah. the police, that they were like, oh, that's fake. Uh-huh. Like that they automatically assumed it was fake. Well, and then the, that's the culture that we live in. The, and we live uh, in a culture of, you know, oh, you know, this is, it's on YouTube. It's mm-hmm. got to be fake. Well, and then if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, then one of the police officers took out his uh, PR24 or whatever it is, his, his policeman stick, yep. started beating the guy with it. Him. And then the people started getting angry. Yep. You know, oh, it's police brutality. And so. Yeah. Now you've got I look zombie movies have always been about about social commentary. Yeah, I don't see why this needs to be any different. No, um, and it, but it was but it's interesting to think that if something like that did happen, like actually happen, mm-hmm. would we just think that it's a oh, fake yeah. video for a while until it starts spreading? Well, and it's funny I was. Um, having this discussion with my wife yesterday and use an example that I won't use on the air. Um, but I refined my example because you and I have talked about how you're like, well, just shoot them in the head. They should know that. Yeah. Well, you have to, for those people out there who, who you have to put yourself in a world where you don't know what a zombie is. It would be yeah. like, here's my example, which I'm going to clean up. But if dogs just randomly started attacking their owners for no reason at all, just like went vicious. Mm-hmm. And the only way to stop them was to cut off their left ear. Yeah, you would. you would never think to do that. True, and that's the mindset that these people are in now, just not knowing. And like we and we like you said, we've had this conversation. Maybe they don't know zombies are a thing. Like we're assuming in this world that they, they you know, oh look, they've seen you know, uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead and stuff like that. Maybe right. it's not a thing. So. I mean, I, I like your theory. I mean, what if, if this actually happened? Would we have to shoot them in the head? Would we have to shoot them in the spleen? Right, exactly. You know, that's what, you, that's what you'd what you said. Yeah, yeah. what if the way to stop the zombie apocalypse was to, well, you had to get them in the spleen, and you just you would never think to shoot them there? Because, you know? you, right, you would know. You would have no form, point of reference mm-hmm. until you figured it out. I mean, there comes a point where, you know, our characters in The Walking Dead, they know well, yeah, they all you got to do is now. take this bar and poke it through the eye, and you're good. Yeah. But that's how the zombie apocalypse starts because you don't know that. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I did. Uh, I did have to after watching the movie or after watching the show. Uh, I haven't been that uneasy watching a Walking Dead in a long time. Uh, before I got into bed, I had to make sure that my wife was not undead. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you threw that out there, and I was like, "Oh man, I really got to." Because I watched it the day after. Also, the police are coming. Yeah, they're coming. Am I? Was you're good. I'm just checking. Just checking the levels here. Oh, was that? No, no, okay. no, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. I think we're good. Okay. Uh, yeah. I also woke the dog up because I've played Resident Evil. Yeah. It, it had me that uneasy. Yeah, no, I... Hey, Trooper. <laughs> you, you all right, buddy? <laughs> you still you? Not like a zombie trooper? Um, what else you got on your list? You actually wrote a list. I did. I was, I just, did well, I was just watching. I was in the moment. Well, I, had to, like, I, I was in... Clenching. Was... My jaw still hurts from being clenched. I mean, I knew we were going to talk about it, so I wrote stuff down. Yeah. Um... I caught a mistake. Oh, uh, I did catch a mistake. If you, if you go back and watch when the uh, stepdad or boyfriend or whatever is in the church and he touches, you know, he puts his hand yeah. in that blood. When he pulls his hand back, it's not bloody. Are you uh, sure? In the next in the next shot, yeah. No, oh, in the next shot, in it the, wasn't. In the next shot, it's not bloody. Um, uh, I caught that. Um, that mom is insane. Um, I, I think that she's insane. Um, uh, with what she's go with a kid that seems like he's been through rehab m- on more than one occasion, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the way that she interacts with the police and things like that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, is uh, he under arrest? Then leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, if that was my kid, I don't know. I'd at I as many chances as it seems like they've gave him. I don't know that I would. I don't know that I would help him. Yeah, the way to the level that she is, but well, she did at one point say that she wasn't sure if he wa- she wanted him back in the house either. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, um, she played a great character on Deadwood, so I'm kind of predisposed to liking the character. I'm looking forward to that. See how that all works itself out. I'm also not 100 percent sure why, if they wanted to know, or if 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 the dad or the stepdad or whatever the guy was knew where he was buying his drugs from i don't think they knew at first well no because he told him he said look you get it at the corner you get it at the corner and then you can and go then, to the and church then you go to church yeah. and you shoot up there and it's junkie communion mm-hmm. they know so essentially they know where guy is where the guy is he's been getting his drugs from where they're you know the, the other people are doing drugs mm-hmm. why wouldn't you tell the police instead of going to <laughs> well they're dealing with the zombie apocalypse the, well, right now well instead of going to the church i mean the the zombie they seem pretty interested at the beginning of when he was first put in there true um i mean and i guess maybe we're to assume that that person that girl was patient zero for la uh no i don't think we're no. to assume that at all I mean, because I mean, they seem pretty interested, not preoccupied. Yeah, I don't think that's. Um, I, um, I can tell you from an interview so, that I read with the showrunner of the show, and I can't think of what his name is. That we did not see Patient Zero. Uh, Robert Kirkman would not allow us to. Interesting. So. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's that. Um, I loved the. There was a throwaway line that um, I don't know that everybody picked up on, but you and I talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're in the hospital, and mm-hmm. she's looking. At some point, the son's in the hospital. Then the son escapes. She goes to the nurse and says, "Hey, where's my son?" And the certain nurse says, "I don't know." And then she goes, "Well, how could you not have known?" And the nurse then says, "Well, we had a patient code, and then there was another death on the floor." 
I think the obvious assumption needs to be that the other death was after that patient coded. Mm -hmm. He reanimated and then killed a doctor or nurse or whatever. Um, They didn't explicitly say that, but if you were paying attention, I think that's really the only conclusion you can draw. Definitely. Um, Another thing is, um, you know, they keep mentioning the flu. Yeah. You know, the numbers keep dwindling at the school. Mm -hmm. It's the flu and the flu. And uh, also... um, uh, you know that 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 was interesting. Uh, also, the pres uh, the the uh, the head of the school, the, the principal principal. Yes, that that's pure. Looks exactly <laughs> like Barack Obama. He uh, does kind of look like yeah, the president. Know, I imagine that if they did a Barack Obama movie, uh, this guy this guy be, could play yeah, Barack. He'd be saying uh, things like uh, Sasha Malia. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, one of the things I saw was that that with this at least this, this six season six episode season they're really going to be looking at these people not as walkers or zombies but as infected yep so it's yeah yeah it's not it's definitely going to be treated like a 28 days or 28 days later where they're not going to say oh these are this is the dead rising from the grave i think they're still operating under the assumption that these people are sick still yeah yeah, they've been exposed to something Mm -hmm. that's made them and And again it's just you know what we're seeing here is happening while rick is in his coma Mm mm-hmm on the other side of the country. So to kind of put that into perspective and for I, people. And I, and I believe after the six-episode arc, we will be caught up to where Rick's out of his coma. I, that's what I think. My, my assumption would be... Or we're at least close that to we're it. close. Like, we're going to see the teardown of civilization, I think, oh, yeah. in these six episodes. Uh, maybe not the complete teardown. Not which the complete, but we're going to see... I almost hope that it doesn't happen just over six episodes. Yeah. I kind of hope that... You know, that it's not till we hit mid-season of season two when Rick is finally out of his coma because I find this stuff fascinating. Well, it's going to be an interesting progression because if you think about it, it's like, okay, well, right now it's just happening. Then they're going to have to go to the camps or they're going to have to... I think that's happening this season. It looks like the military... In the preview, it looked like military is going to be rounding people yeah. up and we're going to see some of those military camps that our group stumbles upon exactly not the same ones but yeah. similar military yeah. camps where they are trying to make a stand yeah we're and we're going to see that we're going to see them probably get rounded up uh, uh put into you know where they think they're safe yeah um and then they're not going to be safe and and then they're going to flee and then they're eventually going to be on their own we're yep. going to see that progression to where they're eventually progressing to where the group is now not not exactly where the group is but you know the well, same, to where the we same met set. to where we met our atlanta group exactly. on the hilltop yeah and they're going to be doing runs and mm-hmm. uh, you know all that stuff but it's going to be interesting to see like they're going to run out of food yeah they're going to i mean it, it's going to you know, when, when we saw the Atlanta group, it was they were already going on runs. They were looking for bullets. They were yeah, they were. Food. They'd already they'd they'd circled the RVs you know. and made a safe place for themselves. But they'd already gone through what I assume will be the first season and a half of what this group is going to go through. Yeah, they, and, and I'm and really excited to see what that stuff is. And places are already looted. Things are already gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still. They were already in the first few episodes of The Walking Dead, struggling to find things. Yeah. Yeah, um, they were fishing because that's what they had to do. Yeah, and so you know that's that's interesting. Yeah, we uh, we we probably need to wrap up. Yeah, uh, you got anything else? Uh, no, not really. He I mean, we could talk hat. about this for another hour. Oh, definitely. No, he he had a half shirt on, which was weird. Yeah, that was uh, weird. Uh, Put on some clothes and look normal. Um, California people. Uh, they they had a thing that was you know when he was talking the the stepdad or whatever was talking in his class they were talking about how to build a fire yeah, and, and man he, versus nature yeah and he yeah. said nature always wins yeah. which I feel like is very 
important to note. You yep. know, he was like, nature always wins. Yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. And and for a show, two shows that are going to be fighting very hard against that. The know? other thing I thought was cool is that this season goes, I believe the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead is October the 4th. Oh. Season premiere of The Walking Dead is October the 11th. Awesome. So we're going to... We've got zombie shows every Sunday till Christmas. That's great. Yeah. I need to get caught up on season five of The Walking Dead. Yes, so you do. Watch it. Yes, you do. That's that's really all I had. Um, uh, you know the helicopters and stuff. Um, that's yeah everything. Um, Perfect. That I, that I had to discuss about the show. I thought it was great. Also, that girl's boyfriend totally dead. Oh, he's completely dead. Uh, he's from the uh, show Suburgatory on ABC. If you ever watched that, it that wasn't that, that great of a show, but um, it, yeah, he's from he's from that show. It seemed like he was going to be a fun character, but he's totally dead. Yeah, yeah. I could take him or leave him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's expendable. <laughs> he is expendable. And on that note. Yes. We have to go. Yep. Uh, our time has been spent today well. I, I, I think it has. I uh, hope that you will all... Uh, uh, again, please uh, share us with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Share, share us with your friends. Pass around the, you know... Uh, the, you code, know the code. The website. Uh, yes, the, the stuff. Uh, and uh, Send your friends to localflavorproductions.net to get links to our RSS feed, us on iTunes. You know what? Maybe you guys even... I don't think that we've done this. Maybe you guys even think that there's something cool that you want to hear us discuss on the podcast that maybe we don't even know about. Bring it on. Send it to us on the website. Send it to us on our email. Send it to us on at Pillow Podcast. Send it to to the Facebook. Um, And just say, hey, have you guys seen this? Check it out. We're always looking for stuff to discuss on the podcast. I mean, we can can pull stuff out and discuss it. Oh, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. But but if there's something you guys want to hear us talk about. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, anything. I mean, I don't care. True crime. uh, You know, uh, the the robot. I like uh, it. You know, um, you want me to hear me describe the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> oh boy! Um, it's okay. A bunch of people in a, a in an apartment, uh, and uh, Kaylee Kuko's there. Oh boy! And <laughs> on that note, Nick, that's a show. That's a show. Right, bye. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh uh, well. Well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Favors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Favors Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow